minutes. Welcome to the Six Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Castro. It's our third episode. Hey, we made it. Um, what I've been doing with the podcast is I've been trying to loosen up a little bit, uh, go back to my old self, try to do too much rules. It wasn't working out. I like it more loosey-goosey. So we're going to try and change it up every episode until we figure out what the right groove is. You know what I mean? I'm trying to stick and move with it. Uh, today's episode, we got three topics for you. The first topic is Pooch Hall gets a DUI. And now child services is investigating? Interesting. Next topic is mobster gets got, aka shot, at a McDonald's drive-thru. Whoa. And the third topic is, well, Drake opens up again uh, about Wyoming. What really happened in Wyoming? Well, Drake tells it. Hey, it's a six-minute podcast. We on this one. Uh, so let's start with uh, Pooch Hall getting the DUI. Y'all remember Pooch Hall? Pooch Hall, who is now on Ray Donovan, used to be on The Game on BET. Great, great show. Now, um, his characters on those shows, I don't really watch Ray Donovan, so I can't tell you what his character is on Ray Donovan. But his character on The Game was like the good guy Christian dude, you know what I mean? So to see him in the news for this and all over TMZ really surprised me. So it looks like what happened was Pooch got a little sauce, you know what I mean? Like I was sauce when I was in LA. Uh, Y'all, if you don't know, check my Instagram if you know what I'm talking about. But it looked like Pooch was sauce and um, he got behind the wheel. I don't understand this. I mean, they got Ubers in LA. They got Ubers. So he gets sauce, he gets behind the wheel, but I don't know why he thought this was a good time to teach his two-year-old how to how to drive or hold the wheel. I don't know what was happening in the vehicle, but Jesus Christ, what what are you doing, Pooch? Come on, baby, what are you doing? You can't do that, bro. You can't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you get a two-year-old to, to hold the steering? Unless your two-year-old is like, I don't know, the smartest two-year-old that ever lived, and he's the baby Einstein. Why would you even want to do that? that? That doesn't even make any sense to me, Pooch. Come on, get with the program. So, as you can probably expect, they crashed. <laughs> they crashed. So the accident happened in Burbank, California, and... When police came on the scene, allegedly, uh, Pooch's blood alcohol level was about 2.5. Uh, Y'all know what the legal limit in, in California is for blood alcohol level? Well, it's 0.8. I'm not going to do the maths, but my quick maths tell me that was, that's like two or three times over the limit. And you got your baby, your baby driving the car, you know what I mean? Staring the vehicle. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So... Pooch, you caught the DOI, now they're investigating for child services. So that's why the, the child services is investigating, is because of homeboy letting his little baby drive the car. Now they're looking back at his past to see if he's done anything that's ever endangered his children before. This is crazy. I mean, I can't condone none of this. Like, I'm usually with the, you know what I mean? But I, I can't condone any of this because none of this makes sense. I mean, there's no way, nothing, like, 
Why would you even put a baby behind the vehicle, even if you're sober? Why would you even do that? Not to mention when you're drunk. And I mean drunk because, I don't know, 0.25 seems like a lot of alcohol. Um, probably you didn't have just one beer. You probably had about several. <laughs> I mean, God loves lost. So why would you do that? That doesn't even make any sense to me. Pooch, get your shit together. Come on, bro. You represent it from, for the culture. You know what I mean? Come on, let's go back to Christian Pooch, yeah? You know? Christian Pooch. The dog that didn't get into trouble. Let's, let's, let's do that movie. Alright, Pooch? I don't know. Let me know what you think about this. This is all foolishness. I would, I can't believe that somebody of that stature who should know better would do that. I'm sure there's a good story behind it. Maybe the kid, he just wanted to make his kids happy, but you got three kids. I mean, this is not your first rodeo, so you should know that this is not the move. Anyways, Pooch, get your shit together. You know what I mean? We're not fucking with that. Let's, let's ride. Let's move on to the second topic. The second topic that we, we got here is a reputed mobster chilling at, where was he chilling at? At McDonald's? He's chilling at McDonald's, trying to get a burger, you know what I mean? Trying to get some food. And he got got. Now, the interesting part of this story is that this mobster is from a, from the Bonanno crime family, which I think I've heard of before. And they big. They gangsters. Pretty sure they gangsters. Real, real gangsters. Not the fake gangsters, but for real gangsters. So he's part of that crime family. You know, like, like a crime family, like, um, I can't remember homeboy's name, who was Mr. Untouchable. Um, but we're talking about like the Sopranos crime family, like Casino crime family, like Goodfellas crime family, like them niggas, they, they crazy, right? This is not the first time they try to kill this dude. They actually um, tried to stab him before, so he got stabbed, he survived that attack. Then they tried to pull up, then some homeboy pull a gun item in front of his house, and he survived that too. Because he had his own gun and he pulled one back. So while homeboy is sitting at McDonald's, I guess they blocked his car in or whatever, and it, it lit him up. Now let's really think about this way of, of, of dying. Now, none of us know how we're really gonna make our, our exit. Yeah, I mean, out of this simulation or this world, whatever you want to call it. I really think it's a simulation, but fuck that. It's out of this world or whatever our exit needs to be. Let's talk about that. Like, most people would want to, you know, relax and die young. Or die young. No, I meant die old. Die old. Nobody wants to die young. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Mini Mac Miller. You know what I mean? But nobody wants to die young. But we all think about dying. And when we think about dying, we think about growing old and dying with our loved ones. Or, you know, God forbid an accident were to, were to happen. And, you know, you pass that way. But nobody wants to really die at a McDonald's parking lot. I mean, it's not even real food, y'all. <laughs> so you're getting, you're getting smoked. For eating some stuff that's going to ultimately kill you. But these dudes are like, nah, nah, we're going to wet you up in the McDonald's. That is the worst way 
Yes. Yeah, that's all I got on this one. Before we get off this topic, I actually have to mention his son, and I'm going to play that clip a little bit later uh, as we exit this topic. His son almost got killed the other day. So his son almost got killed the other day where uh, an, a man hopped out of a dark colored vehicle. You're going to see in the clip and try to wet his son up. But his son did the, did the rolls. Oh, I don't know how you survive being attacked at that close distance. But you tell me when you see this clip, it's the craziest thing I've seen. <laughs> My man was just dipping and dodging on the ground. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. He survived. But his dad didn't. Man, it's, hey, I can't uh, rest in peace to homeboy, but, you know, live by the gun, you're going to die by one. So last topic, let's talk about Drake opening up about his Kanye beef. Drake and Kanye has been going back and forth um, subliminally, um, not subliminally, uh, for months now. Uh, since uh, Ye dropped a bunch of his albums, and then Drake dropped Scorpion. Now, Kanye has been in the news for other things that I probably won't be discussing ever on this podcast because that don't matter to me. But what we will be talking about on this podcast is Drake opening up about the music and what actually happened in Wyoming and why. Uh, he kind of fills in the blank about uh, a lot of things. So uh, Drake sat down with LeBron um, on, I believe, LeBron's show on HBO. I don't know what it's called, uh, but I'm going to play a little clip from it, a little audio clip from that show, uh, just to give you some context of what we're discussing. So it seems like Kanye asked Drake to come out to Wyoming. Drake came out. Kanye says, hey, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work on some music. I want to help you with some music. Drake's like, hey, I'm all about that. Let's go. Let's do this, right? So 40 gets to, to Wyoming first. And 40 gets to Wyoming. He does the sniff test. And he goes, hmm, something's off. So he hits Drake like, yo, brethren. Something seems off. So Kanye comes and says, hey, Drake, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to help you with this music. Let's do this music together. We could, you know, trade back and forth. But it seems like Kanye wasn't really helping Drake with music. It was all about helping Kanye. So Drake was out, out there writing. So when Drake says, I just put pen to paper in Wyoming with you, you understand that that's what was happening. He was helping Kanye with uh, some stuff. It looked like Kanye didn't really have an album coming out, but 40 felt differently. 40 was like, hey, they working on an album, you know what I mean? So then, here's what happened. So then Drake plays Kanye March 14th. That's a song about Drake's baby. Drake takes, shows Kanye the picture of his seed and says, hey, it's my baby, I'm having trouble with the mom, this is what the mom's are. Spills all the tea. All the tea, woo, spills all the tea to Kanye about what's happening with, with, his, uh, with his child. So then Kanye plays Drake, uh, Lift Yourself. I think that's the name of the song, but he gave Drake that beat. Tells Drake to go right to that beat. That's yours. Your song, that's a freebie for helping. You know what I mean? So Drake's right into the beat, then receives a passive text from Kanye saying, I love you, bro. 
when he puts out that wiggity whack, wiggity wiggity whack, that song on the same beat he just gave Drake, and Drake is just like, the fuck's happening here? What's actually happening here? So then that's when Pusha T started dissing Drake, and Drake's like, oh, okay, so it's like that. And that's really how all this beef came about with Drake and Kanye, was Kanye straight up sold them out. I don't know what's happening with Kanye right now, and I can't stomach it. Like, Kanye is the same dude that wrote Jesus Walk. Same dude that wrote Slave Ship, but he's out there fraternizing with dudes who would rather see us be slaves. I, I just don't, I, I, I really don't get it, and I'm not going to touch on that much, but seems like Kanye did Drake, Drake dirty. I'd like to hear his bipolar side of this story so that we can have a full 360 view of what's happening. Shit, I'd like to hear Pusha T's side to the story, but it seems like those guys really were trying to play Drake, and you can tell by their behavior. It also makes sense why Drake is acting the way he's acting. Uh, Drake actually said that he wrote, he wrote dirty, mm, grizzly, grizzly diss track to Pusha T that went out of bounds. He said he did his research. He put in that work. He said, ooh, I might have got him with this one. Oh, I, I would have cleaned them up. I think that's what he said. He said he would have cleaned them up. Mm, cleaned them up all day. But he didn't release it because that's not his thing. He's a man of standard. And he said, if I had released that, all of this would have went left. And he said, you know, he wasn't really feeling the, the diss track, Adidon, that Pusha let out. He wasn't really feeling it. But the only part of that diss track that really hurt his feelings was the part about 40, because 40's sick, and he's actually going through something, and he said that hurt his feeling. And he was like, if Pusha T was in front of me, me and the man that would have punched him in his face, you know what I mean? Would have dead up his eye. <laughs> I would be the laugh, but that's a funny, that's a shitty accent, but you know what I mean? But he's saying that Pusha and him might have had to catch a fear one if they were in front of him. All in all, he said half the album wasn't even done yet. Like he had half done, but all the other songs on Scorpion came after the diss track and everything, and you can see how the vibes switch up. It's probably why he went with the double-sided. Side A was Scorpion, or side, a, side B was Scorpion, and then side A became what we know it as today. Kind of like a subtle rebuttal of some things that he was going through. He actually got some hits because of this beat. So salute to Drake for handling this like a man. I still would have liked to hear a diss track, but I, I get it, homie. You ain't trying to give him any more light. Choke it off and do your thing. Man, I think that's it. That's all I got. I won't have another episode until three weeks after. By the time you hear this, I'll be in the sun. Holla at your boy. Uh, do remember, subscribe. YouTube. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, SoundCloud. Let me know what you think about this Drake beef. Let me know about what you think about Pooch Hall. And let me know, if you had to go, where would be the worst place for you to go? 
I think either on the toilet or at a McDonald's parking lot would be pretty bad. And then let me know some some baller ways you'd want to go. It's a six minute podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm your host Castro. One. Six minutes. I'm gonna tell you. Wishing death on my friend that has MS. I study rap battles for a living. Now, when you mention defenseless people who are sick in a hospital that passed away, that really sent me to a place where, you know, I just believed then and believe now that there's just a price that you have to pay for that. It's just, it's over. You're going to get, someone's going to fucking punch you in the fucking face. The, the, the shit's done. The event's over.